Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, Certified Lymphedema Therapist and the host of Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of Lymphedema Podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each week, I discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better the journey ahead. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Welcome back for episode 14 of Lymphedema Podcast. Within the lymphedema world, there are a lot of unique things that we discuss. And as a whole, us medical professionals are guilty of throwing out phrases that are, well, confusing and can be overwhelming to our patients and their families. So today, I want to break down in detail one of those topics. Complete decongestive therapy, also known as CDT, If you are a lymphedema patient or have been in the room during an initial evaluation for a lymphedema treatment, you probably heard something along these lines. Today I'm going to perform circumferential measurements of your limb, assess your skin integrity, and set you up for CDT. Insert wide-eyed, stunned emoji face. Say what? Now, it doesn't go in that order. And the therapist does not always say things like measure your limb, but you get the picture. Us medical professionals speak a different language behind office doors and in our documentation as a requirement of our practice. First things first, what is CDT? Well, I've kind of already told you that. It stands for complete decongestive therapy, but what does that even mean, right? It is skin care, wound care or skincare slash wound care, they kind of go in the same category, exercise, compression, and manual lymph drainage. Those are the four categories that work together to create complete decongestive therapy. Each category has a specific purpose, a particular application, and a sequence in which it's performed. I'll start with skincare slash wound care. This is one of the most important things I repeat over and over in the clinic. The purpose of skincare is to prevent or decrease the number of infections, make you aware of any cuts, scratches, or skin irritations from bandaging, limit or prevent dry skin, and as a general practice, it keeps away odors. It's important to perform skincare daily, every single day. I'm going to level with you for a minute. I don't wash my hair every day. Right now, as I record this episode, my hair is in a ponytail under a hat because it's, well, been a few days. Skincare related to lymphedema should not be like this. It's a must every single day. If wounds are present, it's likely you are doing bandage changes and skin checks more than once a day. It isn't just washing and inspecting the skin. It's a full-on sequential routine. Here it goes. Remove compression bandage. Inspect skin for irritation or injury. Wash with a pH balancing soap. Dry skin thoroughly 
especially under skin folds or lobules, and then apply pH balancing lotion to hydrate the skin. That's the basic skin hygiene routine for all lymphedema patients. You can go back and listen to episode five on cellulitis for specific skincare products that you can try. Exercise is an important category in the CDT cycle. I find that many people leave this step out either on purpose or by convenience. When you perform exercise while wearing the proper compression garments or proper compression bandages, you can increase the amount of lymphatic fluid that's removed from the affected limb. If you exercise without proper fitting compression, you can cause irritation to the skin and even increase the amount of swelling. The only exception that there is to exercising without compression is aquatic therapy, better known as swimming. Any physical activity without compression will lead to increased heaviness, tightness, and swelling in that affected limb. There were studies done in 2011 that busted the myth that exercise should be avoided in lymphedema patients. That study was focused on upper extremity breast cancer related patients, but we can draw some generalizations from it. A few of those are exercise improves overall health, produces endorphins that improve happiness and fight depression, builds our bone strength, and increases your energy levels. So basically, Exercise is a great idea for everyone, lymphedema or not. Grab a friend or leash up your pup to walk around the park or join a swim class at a local fitness center. There are endless possibilities that people with lymphedema can enjoy. Compression keeps the cycle going. Without external compression, your impaired lymphatic system cannot keep up with the daily demands. Every day, our body produces three liters of lymph fluid. Lymph is the fluid that causes the swelling and it's a byproduct of the blood. Because the body cannot decrease the amount of fluid being produced automatically after an injury, compression is required to do these three things. One, decrease limb size by removing the fluid. Two, maintain limb size before significant swelling occurs. Or three, maintain limb size after decongestion of the affected region has occurred. The final CDT category is manual lymph drainage. Much like how the body doesn't know to decrease the amount of fluid that's produced after an injury, the body does not know how to reroute the fluid away from a damaged region. Manual lymph drainage is the hands-on technique that reroutes this fluid to healthy lymph nodes via drainage pathways and across body's watersheds. The sequence of MLD is important, but also pressure and pace is important. Beginning with the short neck sequence, it activates the deep lymphatics of the head and neck, followed by the truncal sequence to continue activation of the deep and regional lymph nodes. After the activation of the deep and regional lymph nodes, the fluid is then rerouted from the affected region to the unaffected region. Your certified lymphedema therapist is also able to reroute the fluid by using the lymphatic plexus that covers the entire body and the drainage pathways that are like the expressway of the lymphatic vessels. This manual technique is fairly easy to learn so that you or a family member can perform this technique when you aren't seeing your CLT. There are two phases of complete decongestive therapy, but before I break down the specifics of each phase, I want to clarify that both phases have all four categories. 
The decongestive phase is first. During the decongestive phase, the focus is on decreasing the size of the involved limb or region, and once the decongestion is complete, the maintenance phase begins. And it never ends. Maintenance is the lifelong process of CDT to keep the limb volume down. So before I move on to break down these two phases, I wanna cover real quickly the four categories that go into it. Skin care or wound care, compression, exercise, and manual lymph drainage. So keep in mind that as we move forward here, those four categories are what we're talking about, either in the decongestive phase or in the maintenance phase. On the website, there's an image from the Lymph Care USA website that shows the relationship in detail between each phase and each category. It'll be a very good visual reference for the rest of the episode. The four steps of decongestive therapy look like this. Skin care slash wound care. If wounds are present, that's the first thing to be addressed. Some clinics have both wound care and lymphedema therapy in-house, while others are separate. Each appointment is important, so be sure to coordinate appointment times with each discipline so you're able to get the best treatment from both wound care and your lymphedema therapist. Skin care during decongestive phase is part learning and part implementing. Often, treatment is up to five days a week with limited time out of compression. Your therapist is going to teach you how to perform skin checks for irritation, what the signs and symptoms of cellulitis are, as well as provide you with basic skincare do's and don'ts of lymphedema. After all the education has occurred, you're able to implement what you learned by washing, moisturizing, and checking the skin integrity every day between bandage changes. Not everybody changes their garments every day, so that part's going to be up to your therapist. Exercise during the decongestive phase is still to be done while wearing compression bandages or garments, unless, as discussed earlier, the exercise of your choice is swimming. When exercising under the supervision of your therapist, you may do exercises like ride a bike, walk on the treadmill, or use an arm bike or pulley system. Range of motion and lifting light weights are also good options. Following exercise, your bandage may be removed or reapplied, this is just because the fluid was pushed out of that region by the exercise and now needs a tighter wrap to maintain the compression. Compression during the decongestive phase often starts as bandaging. Layers of foam, cotton, chip bags are all surrounded by more layers of short stretch bandages that all work together with the body's natural pump system to remove the fluid that is built up in your affected region. Because the goal of bandaging is to remove the fluid, the bandage must be removed and reapplied daily or as needed to maintain an appropriate level of compression. If you don't take the time to learn how to bandage or if you aren't physically capable of bandaging yourself, the other steps in CDT won't be able to help you. To some extent, MLD, exercise, and proper skincare will help your lymphedema, but because your body produces three liters of fluid a day, you're not going to be able to decongest the limb without compression. It will continue to grow in size. If bandaging is not an option for you, there are alternative garments that have Velcro ends to make the process a whole lot easier. A common complaint about the Velcro garments I hear is that they become loose every time someone sits down or stands up. Well, 
That's because they're doing their job. Alternative garments don't have the layers of foam or cotton to expand and fill in the space like a traditional bandage does. When the fluid leaves the limb, the garment becomes loose, just like pants after you lose weight. So what do you do when your pants fall down because you've lost 10 pounds? You tighten up your belt a notch. The same principle applies here. Depending on how active you are, you may need to adjust the Velcro garment as much as every hour to maintain the compression level needed. Often compression garments such as sleeves and thigh highs are not recommended during the decongestive phase because they are intended to fit the size you are when you order them. Not to get smaller as your affected limb becomes smaller, bandages and alternative garments are best for the decongestive phase. Manual lymph drainage during the decongestive phase is also part learning and part implementing. Initially, your CLT will perform the MLD sequence on you, usually while you're laying down or in a comfortable position. After you become familiar with the pressure, the pace, and the hand placement, they will teach you what is called self-MLD. Self-MLD is what you will do daily at home between visits. Often your CLT will send some pictures or instructions home to help you remember the steps. At first, it seems like a lot to remember, but after a while, you see that it's the same sequence repeated and it will become almost second nature to you. You may not be able to place your hand just like the therapist, or you may not be able to reach the same spot due to a physical barrier, and that's going to be okay. Keep doing the best you can and ask your CLT if they can help you find a better way to perform it. There are tricks like using a long-handed paint roller, rolling up a towel, or my favorite, using a spatula with Dysum super glued to the flat sides to give you traction and lengthen your reach. Pneumatic compression is not, I repeat, is not a replacement for manual lymph drainage. It is beneficial when used in conjunction with MLD, so I feel it's important to add pneumatic compression to this category for those who are physically unable to perform self-MLD for various reasons, which will be covered in an episode to come. After the decongestive phase is complete, the patient then begins the maintenance phase. The maintenance phase is where you take everything your therapist has taught you and you apply it yourself. You're independent and responsible for your own care at this point. Not that your therapist has left you out to dry, but you can't go to therapy forever. So the maintenance phase is intended to give you a guideline of how to manage your lymphedema long-term. Skin care or wound care of the maintenance phase. Once you've entered into this phase, you likely don't have an open or active wound, but in the rare case that you do, you will need to continue those treatments with your wound care specialist. Skin care is a crucial daily routine that you will follow. This includes washing and drying the skin well, applying pH balancing lotion from bottom to the top of the limb, all while checking for any cuts, irritation, or redness. Knowing the signs and symptoms of cellulitis is almost my final exam for patients about to discharge from the clinic. Redness isn't the only symptom, so it's important to know them all. Warmth to the touch, fever, severe malaise, or just that feeling of bleh, expanding red borders, and nausea or headache. If you present with these symptoms, you need to get an oral or IV antibiotic started as soon as possible. 
Exercise during the maintenance phase is still to be done while wearing compression garments unless you're swimming. Lifting weights, playing tennis, long distance walking, Pilates class, running, the list goes on and on as possible exercises you can still do. Episode 6 is dedicated to exercise, so if you're having a hard time with this topic, give it a listen. Exercise has an endless list of benefits for your general health, so don't miss out on that because of lymphedema. Wear your compression and move that lymph. Shout out to all the Lymphy Strong challengers out there doing the Move That Lymph running challenge. If you're not familiar, go find them on Facebook. Fern is a gracious host and always has something interesting or a new challenge going for everyone to be involved in. Compression during maintenance phase is interesting. After you become familiar with the types of compression and you become comfortable with the different purposes each garment has, you learn what type of compression works best for you during a certain time. It's kind of like shoes. You wouldn't wear flip-flops to your office job. You would wear them to the beach. Or you would wear tennis shoes to walk a trail, but not wear them while swimming. See where I'm going with this? Based on your activity or need, you pick your daily compression. For example, if you're going to be flying, you don't want to wear your bulky compression bandage. They will likely make you take every single layer off to make sure you aren't hiding drugs or weapons. Instead, you want to pack your bandage supplies in your luggage and wear your low-profile compression garment or alternative garment through airport security. You wear which style of compression that meets your needs in the moment. It isn't a strict regimen of only being allowed to wear one garment for the rest of your life, which leads me to the point of maintaining and replacing your garments. This needs to be done about every six months to ensure a good fit and proper compression. Self-MLD during the maintenance phase keeps the lymph moving even after the limb has been decongested. Because the three liters of lymph is still produced every day, it's important to stimulate the deep and local lymph nodes as well as to reroute the fluid there to continue the lymph drainage. Self-MLD can and should be performed every day. Often pneumatic compression pumps are purchased through insurance or directly from the retailer to be used at home to continue the lymphatic drainage. The short neck sequence and the truncal sequence to stimulate deep and local lymph nodes is still performed manually to prepare the lymph nodes for the fluid that will be redirected during the pump session. So after all of that, it's pretty clear. Each step of every phase has its own purpose, which if performed alone, isn't going to do much for the treatment or management of your lymphedema. But when all the steps are used together, it's clear how CDT is the gold standard of treatment for people with lymphedema. Before closing up, let's recap a few things. One, complete decongestive therapy is the gold standard of treatment. Get what you can if there isn't anything else available for you, but keep in mind that if there is a chance to be treated by a CLT that provides complete decongestive therapy, you should definitely go for it. And if your current CLT is not providing the full, complete decongestive therapy, call them on it. Two, decongestive phase is equal parts learning, implementing, and customizing. Your CLT will be able to help you figure out what works best for your circumstance. Three, maintenance phase is a lifelong process of keeping your skin healthy and wearing compression. It is possible for the cycle to start over. 
things happen that are out of our control, or you simply took a few steps backwards and needed your CLT to help you get back on track. Once the decongestive phase is over, it is your responsibility to do the best to keep the limb volume down through the four steps of exercise, self-MLD, compression, and skincare slash wound care. Four, you won't always get it right. This disease process is often trial and error and restarts, but once you find your rhythm, keep it going. Wear the garments, do the self-MLD, put in the work to see the results. It's totally worth all the hard work it takes to be a lymphedema warrior. Mother Teresa says, loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you've enjoyed learning more about complete decongestive therapy today. Email me with your story if you would like to share. Lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.